Welcome everyone. My name is Vida and this is Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. A podcast where we discuss current news and developments happening in the cricket world with a special focus on Sri Lanka cricket. This is episode 3 of season 1 and I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. How are you doing, Bora? Doing good, Vida. Still locked down here in Melbourne, so um routines have changed, but yeah, excited to be back for another episode. Have you been doing anything different in in the lockdown? Um, this is our sixth lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, because cricket season around the corner. Normally, matches would start in October in uh, Victoria. So now it's with lockdown. As players, we've got to self-train and maintain ourselves for the season ahead. So it's interesting. It's challenging. to for a professional player or a player heading into the season they need to be a good disciplined player will be able to cope and condition themselves for the season ahead because it's all on your own you've got to have good routines to follow um so it's a interesting one there'll be a lot of unprepared or under the pump going into the season for most of the players with uh, preparation yeah it's it's a tough one isn't it bora you have to motivate yourself to do things on your own and and sometimes you are locked in your house and with these 5 km rules and all that it's really hard so it's something yeah. that we have to get used to in this covid times You've seen I'm just wearing a cap my hair's growing I'm going back to the era when Sangakkara brought the long hair fashion back in so it's going back in time for that but um can imagine in Sri Lanka with lockdown I mean we talk about professional players and we relate a lot with the Sri Lankan setup what we are going through imagine in Sri Lanka a setup where um it's pretty much the guys have to work on their fitness alone unless there are exceptions that the professional players can train in facilities we haven't heard it um, the likes of our first class domestic players say ncc for example the 11 at ncc can they train at the facilities using the pool the gym the nets for those players only um i don't know i don't think it's happening it's certainly a challenge going through in the lockdown stages So um yeah. it's been a crazy week in the cricket world we will try and fit everything into this episode so strap yourself in Sri Lanka's first one day series win since February 2020 it's been a long time coming and yes it was a really good series win and we got England India fifth test match got cancelled due to covid fears almost all the countries have announced their world cup t20 squads including Sri Lanka so there's there's many more to talk about so I don't know where to start Bora. Yeah, that's a fair call. I've been reading into the news of the squads that have been announced. I love uh, matching up the players against the sides, see what combinations they're going into. But a good way to start is on a positive Sri Lanka series win, you know. Well, you said it's back in 2020. It felt like it was longer than that for us. Yeah. Definitely something to look back and reflect. That's uh, one of a massive win that we've had. Yeah, looking at the performances uh, of the one day series, we managed to win the last game. Uh, it was a low scoring game, but our bowlers managed to win the game for us. Mahesh Tikshana, he has a dream debut bora and remember you called it. You you said he's he's a talent to watch and he came out and played yeah. his first game. I know he looks pretty good. He looks he's, what I like about Mahesh Tikshana as a 
player or a spin bowler, he's got his poker face on. He never gives you much, I know, from the little I've seen. So he holds his nerve. It doesn't, he goes at one tempo, even though the game's, the adrenaline's probably rushing, but you don't see. He's come a long way. And I think the camp would have had a lot of trust in him to lead the attack as well, going into the last game. Um, and you can see the difference he makes. A new guy, new feel. So he's settling into the side. No, no, he, he was brilliant. And uh, Tushmanta, he pulled really well with the new ball. It was a brilliant yeah. catch at mid-wicket by Kamidu Mendes. You know, it yeah. was a very good all-round performance to wrap the series up. With yeah. Dushmanta Vida, you remember, like, his bowling was, I mean, he was draw pace. His batting, if you remember at NCC, his batting, he never got out whenever he got a chance to bat at NCC. Yes. We, I think he pulled off a win that, uh, that's the one that Muba scored 100. We came back from nowhere against Port. Against Port. At, uh, yeah. Yeah, playing at Bloomfield. And there was a partnership, I think, with Dushmanta yes. as well. I think it was the eighth or ninth. Eighth wicket, I think. Yeah, and Dushmanta played some good shots there. I think he scored two boundaries. Muba scored the bulk of the, he carried the whole yeah. team on that game. But we saw glimpses of his batting that he can do. And now him be more comfortable in the playing group. You see he's showing glimpses of what he can do. And it's it's a bonus. We are struggling to find those runs from the tail. That runs that he scored set set it up. It's good momentum for the guys. Look, we managed to get to a score and we finished off the innings well, which means when we start the bowling setup, it, we are at a good field. There's a good uh, vibe about it. Yeah, I think as a fast bowler, you know, right? when you get runs, you you take that with you when you're bowling. So yeah. you know, it, it's it's a confidence thing. So that earned him the man of the match award as well. So yeah. he took wickets and got runs. So he's our spearhead when it comes to fast bowlers. And uh, we had to talk about Asalanka as well, Bora. He, he played a gutty innings to held the innings together and made sure that we got a score. He had a good series. Um, he's had a good series. Very rarely you find players. I mean, even when he started, there was patches. Like uh, you went in England, he started as a number three bat, wasn't the best setup, came here. There was a rejig, but we kept him at um, number five batting through. So, a um, bit of consistency and we are seeing results. Like, he's only played a handful of one days and he's already showing what he can do. So, maybe it's a good environment to be in. I mean, yeah. the players seem more comfortable around the leadership style of Dasun Shanaka, which could be a reflection, you know. What I heard uh, Asalanka was saying when he came to talk to media, um, I think Dasun and the and the coaching staff has given him the clear instructions that this is your role to play in those middle overs, make sure that uh, we get to a score and, you know, held the innings together. So that's a good thing to, especially when you're just starting your international career, that confidence factor is very important. Yeah. You're not worried about losing your place after a couple of games. So exactly. that's the key. And I think any game I think even when you enter first school cricket to first class cricket the, you want to make a statement in the first three four games that you get same way when you move into the international stage guys like whoever gets a chance like want to make that impression straight up and then they know okay hang on I be, I can play in this environment I belong here because yeah. the biggest doubt we have at any stage like when we play 
even your first first class game you play it's a tough game and you start thinking mm. should i be in here can i play in this you know those yeah. doubts start creeping in and it's yeah, yeah. it's a hard one i've i've never we've never experienced that at international level but i can imagine it's the same process probably more pressure cooker scenarios but now that aslanka settled in he scored a 50 i think at the start of the series and that kind of he would have eased up all right i got this you know my games yeah. working and he would yeah, have yeah. itself uh, confidence that comes about your own self by putting in a performance one other thing i'll add one more to that remember what are these statsmen when they're playing for their club teams they're batting top of the order so when you're drafted to play a middle order role it's a learning curve for them as well if you are an experienced player you know you can quickly get used to that and get the ball rolling but for a young player yeah. to come out and play three very important knocks like that i think that that's that's really good signs uh, yeah. for sri lanka cricket no nah, exactly right and uh, he scores at a good strike rate that's a good one to see mm-hmm. so we need those guys in the setups moving along tagging along It's a good series win. Um we are now in the T20 uh part of the series. Yeah. Just played the first we game. We the chocolates, we lost the first game with that. Like you say we don't we've struggled to get the first win under our belt of a series. So we are one behind uh, in a three match series. Tonight as we record I think the games going to start in a few hours time so hopefully um we can get that win on the board at ketarama chasing over 160 generally is a tough task in t20 cricket i think a team that would have chased it down would have would be india from memory few series ago when they came back and they chased over 160 um i think hardik pandya played a part in one of that uh, games but chasing it's a hard uh, for the listeners out there we know at ketarama chasing anything over 260 or ranging above that i mean the last uh, game chasing or 200 was tough imagine that in a t20 concept anything that goes over 140 it becomes a challenge to score down toss is a massive factor for us mm-hmm. in this series so hopefully yeah. i mean that gets on the good side of the coin and sets the target up Yeah you're right Bora and in the first T20 we were completely outplayed in all three departments of the game so boys have to put up a very good show tonight to be in the series no exactly right um, let's win the toss and um, then two, after two games we'll be able to see where things are happening but um, like you're saying completely outplayed outplayed because um, we rely on certain key players in this level it's i always think it's we've come to a stage of five players a massive reliance on avishka to perform to a certain extent banuka especially in the t20 competitions and then vanidu to and dushmanta to perform with the ball so mm. it's a massive factor there i mean we are reading in the news kjp might be coming into the 11 he's being cleared fit so yeah. he acts he boosts the uh, batting at the top he, you know how explosive a player he can be like i say we've been completely outplayed in the first game what can we do to change things around probably kjp coming into the 11 um, it might mean banuka might have to stay out he doesn't uh, he's not had the best run of scores i mean There hasn't been a run at all in all those scores leading up to this the last few games yeah so kjp might edge out banuka into the 11 
I personally, you know, I root for Vanidhu to bat at number five. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I'm going to keep repeating it. Hopefully, it'll become permanent or someone will get on to it. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> why I say that, Vanidhu, we, we have a good product in Vanidhu at, at the moment. It's a rare occurrence for us. Mm. So we need to make most of it. When he bats, he plays spin naturally. You know, he's aggressive against yes. spin. In England, we saw how he played against Adil Rashid. He was reading the spin really well. So his shots look to be a lot more natural, um, like mm. he'll hit over the top uh, straight or goes into the sweeps. So there's a more of a natural uh, way of batting that we, we don't see that amongst the other group of batsmen. So if you put him at number five, gives him that freedom. And if he gets on top of the spinners, which South Africa have at the moment in uh, Shamsi and Kesha Maharaj, we might yeah. be to be able to get on top of it. It's like it's a momentum game. So we need to make more use of it. And also it helped Vanidu give him an environment to blossom into, you know, the X factor all round we talk about. At the mm. moment, his bowling's on top of the game. He's number two in the rankings. Hopefully, he'll be one very soon. Um, but can we make use more of his batting? I, I have a feeling we can. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, Chandi, Asalanka and DDS, can all three of them play in a T20 team, Bora? Because, I don't know, we we played a lot of dodgeballs in the, in the first T20. You know, we yeah. talked about our fitness regimes and you know, talked about boys are uh, fit, but we didn't take singles and we didn't run our twos. And Sri Lankans, we we were never uh, a side where we hit sixes and win games. You know, we don't have that power. It's something we have to look at. Uh, you said Banuka might have to go out of the team, but he's someone who can hit those sixes. So yeah, he, he so is. It, it, it's a balancing value. act. Yeah, I think what's happened is Chandi's come into the level and he scored the fifty and thrown in some headaches to the yes. selection yeah. of the mix of the level right but like you say we need to be able to bat from the top make long innings work the singles fitness keep component of fitness we talk about is okay if we are being fit what is fitness gonna bring to us can we steal the extra singles you know or can we be the bringing the more power hitting um, to the back end of it we emphasize on fitness or the benefits of it those are some of the things we could you know talk about yeah Bora so as you said like we are still trying to find the dynamics of our side you know we are building ourselves into uh, towards the t20 world cup so in your thinking so what's the secret of having successful team like is it consistency of squads or in your mind what stands out now spot on i think you picked up the key word there consistency in squads we can relate to a lot of domestic teams who are i mean successful domestic teams i mean ipl stands out as a you know market tournament so Mumbai Indians, uh, mm-hmm. Chennai Super Kings over here in Australia across the Big Bash, you got the Perth Scorchers. They've been dominant sides, and you notice the playing group hasn't changed a lot. Um, yes. They've had strong, yes. they, I mean, key players, but it's the same team. It hasn't changed regularly. So a consistent squad helps because they each player knows its role in a very short format play uh, a tournament or a game. That key positions are run by the same group of players yeah. I mean if you move into the international cricket stage um, since 2007 there have been 60 20 World Cups right yeah. Sri Lanka has been part of three World Cup finals yeah. we've managed yeah, yeah. to win one you know but our key factor was 
we know the name stands out, Lasit Malinga. He was consistently the man who controlled the most difficult phase of the game. That's the death overs. Yep. I mean, Mumbai Indians would bank on his performance there as well to a certain extent. The sad part is though, I mean, we've had such a massive um, legend of the game. The back of having him in the team, we haven't had the transition to players picking up that. So that's the, you know, we go back to the discussion of talent development. How could we have used him better to, you know, nurture a bit more of talent um, coming through. But for us, having a strong T20 team uh, or a winning team, you and I, we know we need a top heavy batting or a firing batting uh, lineup for us, top heavy. Because mm. back in the day, in T20 formats, you had Mahela, Dilshan have been the guys who were firing up there, the KJP to a certain extent. We need to get into that momentum back on. Yeah, I mean, you talked about Malinga and we haven't used his experience to our advantage, but look at Bumrah. <laughs> Mali yeah. has been playing for Mumbai for, I don't know, for how long, maybe, yeah. maybe more than 10 years. And um, Bumrah has learned everything from him and he's top of the game. You've seen the transition how from Malinga led Mumbai to a Bumrah led Mumbai now happening. Yes, so- yes. Uh, Malinga led Sri Lanka to another player leading Sri Lanka in the bowling attack. There's a shortfall. It's unfortunate things happen like that. But with the current mix of players we have, with the current combination, they've announced the 15-member squad, um, which is a strong squad. Can't think of anyone who looks or we think could have made into the 11. Yeah. Uh, I don't think... I- of is Angelo Matthews. So for me, yeah. he's an expert. I'd love to have him in the squad. Everyone else self-picked. Maybe one player or two might have made it, but it's not like we are missing them massively in the in the squad. This is, I think, the best squad we've got from mm. the numbers um, to pick from. Yeah. Just to wrap it up uh, with with the T20 series, Gora, what do you think about uh, Matisha Thikshana's bowling in the first T20? I think he didn't start well with the new ball. You are someone who used to use the new ball in the limited doors and uh, T20 cricket. What do you yeah. think he should he should do? Interesting. His ball in the first, his bowling with the new ball. So generally, he's got to set the lineup up. Um, something we've got to understand in the T20 tournament he started first change so could yeah. we maybe make use of him straight with the new ball it's a, of a, it, the dynamics change we talk mm-hmm. about the dynamics always in batting in um, the first over the second over generally they don't go hard as you know as yeah. hard at the start the batsman just take a bit of it, it may might be the time we use Mahesh Tikshana instead of the first change when they're comfortable bit of a role they might settle into him so still early stages we've just seen one game I mean Mahesh still it's not an excuse he's got to learn to bowl mm. first change as well because the first six overs in a power play they keep changing so that uh, the teams don't uh, get used to the plan that's on offer um, I just have a feeling if Mahesh could be the opening bowler it might change as momentum for him key thing is um, relating more of my experience of opening the bowling or leading uh, bowling with a new ball is consistency of line because um, having only two player fielders out of the 30 yard circle means your boundary the boundary coverage you have are very limited that ideally you want any uh, ball that is hit hard 
going into where the boundary fielders are. If it clears the field over their head, that's heads off to the batsman. But you want to, if at all the batsman's going hard they, and hitting the long ball, they, you want them to hit that two boundary riders. That's the right. plan I would have. I'm sure Mahesh has that plan, but uh, might have to rethink, okay, if they manage to score at the early stage more boundaries where there weren't any boundary lines, it could be the lines that he was bowling. Uh, yeah. what was different he might have to reduce the variations that he's doing like especially yeah. in the power play because if you're bowling an off-spin a carom ball that means the ball's going both sides so mm. okay there might be if at all he's doing it then he has to be really quick to change the field you know so he can cover that those are the things he'll toss up and the more he plays he'll learn that you know yeah. our expectations now for Mahesh is um, here's the new ball do the job I mean Mendy's had the same effect right yeah. he to get uh, three, four wickets every time he plays. So it's a hard one. But for Mahesh, if a little bit of uh, advice or something to share would be to be a bit more consistent, probably get onto the stumps a bit more mm. uh, so that, you know, he brings in the dismissals of LBW old mm. more. Yeah, but uh, I think Dasun Shanaka might have to give Mahela Javadana a call and ask him what did he do when Ajanta Mendis and uh, Akhila Dananje first came into the one-day and T20 team. Mahela, as I remember, Mahela was the captain at both times and he made sure that he used them wisely in the, the correct situations of the game. So he might have to make that call and ask, you know, what did you do and what did you go and yeah. tell them? No, exactly right. I think Henley Mystery Spinners is an art of its own and I think Mahela did that really well. So Dasun might actually have to get on the phone, have a chat, see, okay, how do you manage the expectations? He might, because uh, he's got the mystery um, bowling. That means he's bowling it both ways. Yeah, especially in power plays, you can't have the field or field as boundary riders to cover a lot of areas. So what he did well to get to manage to get the best out of uh, Men- Mendes and Akila. So worth a call, Vida. Worth a call. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. also T20, I mean, IPLs in the UAE following up is the T20 World Cup. So a lot of value for that uh, phone conversation. Yeah, I'm sure he'll help out. <laughs> Um, talking okay. about the World Cup squads, with uh, I mean, for us, Sri Lanka, the emphasis we've got to, I mean, we, we loosely use, we are heading into the World Cup, but the final line is we are playing a World Cup qualifying. Qualifying, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's a realistically looking, it's a long tournament for us. In the qualifying group stages, we've got Ireland, Namibia and Netherlands. From that group, two teams make it to the World Cup stage. The good thing is the group that we are in, um, once we move up the grade or go into the World Cup, we miss out on the stronger group, which is India and Pakistan on the other side mm. of the border. So, I mean, you take that if you said, look, you're going to be in a World Cup group and these other teams you'll be playing against in, in the subcontinent or the UAE. That's a good one to have. Yeah. I mean, looking at our squad, it's, there's no uh, surprises there. I mean, the squad looks the same from the squad currently playing against South Africa. I think the only guy who missed out in the 15 is Akila Dananje. Lahiru Majsanka came in instead of him. And as you said, this qualifying tournament, playing few games in the qualifying tournament will be a blessing for Aspora. 
because looking yeah. at our squad not many matches under our belt i think the only one maybe couple of players who has played more than 50 t20 internationals in our squad so these few games will be very important for us then we can try out few combinations as well now uh, the squad combination a lot of new faces like not many numbers behind their backs so a lot of it is owing to our performances in the past we've had to rejig a lot of players cuz that one we didn't get the results i think we wanted the guy who's got more games under their belt is kjp by the looks of it but we want to get that combination right playing around those key players like your kjp's avishka um vanidu dushmanta and asun leading the side so around that how can we fill the squad so they help eat the star players to perform so mm. um, that's a combination that from mikiato from the technical committee even downwards needs to find really fast for us yeah let's quickly go through this other squads looking at west indies scott bora kiran polas west indies i think they're setting for a last dance with their generation of great t20 cricketers they still got chris gale there dwayne bravo it's a team of t20 stars yeah we talk about consistency we've got a team that's i mean i mean in t20 cricket they've led the charge right it's going to be good entertainment having them i'm sure dwayne bravo is going to release uh, a song closer to the tournament yes. in the world cup yeah we got the universe boss chris gale will make a statement they're good entertainers what do you reckon uh, gangnam style will make a comeback or there might be something different this year i i saw a few um few snapshots of chris gale wearing a turban and i think he's going to release some uh, punjabi music or something so this i'm i'm, I'm waiting for that <laughs> yeah there sure looking at the squads i mean not a lot of teams can say they have momentum going into the uh, world cup probably if south africa pulls this win against if they win against sri lanka they probably have that slightly ahead a lot of the other teams i mean with the covid situation they are a lot unpre- underprepared or don't know their combinations you know, australia over here i mean they pretty much doing nothing or unheard of you know they're a bit yeah. nah, i mean we've seen most of the players fly out to the uae train up there but as a team they haven't mm. had the luxury of preparing yeah. uh, for the 20 world cup whereas sri lanka at least we are playing matches together in a team learning so yeah. a lot of uh, challenges for all the teams out there clear favorites do you have clear favorites with in this going into big... it looks like a open tournament i'll have to go with india <laughs> because yeah. they they're playing the ipl in uae that's yep. what 600 weeks of cricket and yeah you know they'll they'll be in the best position but england they also a good t20 team yeah Tem- i just have a feeling for me new zealand for i think they'll they'll hit there i mean got a good bowling attack gaptils up there at the top of the order generally takes it away they'll be silent contenders for the world cup yeah. um india's yeah. rightly so india's strong i mean you got you couldn't ask for a better combination out there um, but top 3 batters all right-handed with a will the left armers yes. have a seat against them so <laughs> <laughs> England got Chima Mills yeah the they got them. that's the combination <laughs> I talk about com- matchups happening so Australia has Stark he's been firing through yep. um, even Bangladesh bora they had a good series yeah. against uh, against Australia yep now these They've, these these pitches they yeah, they, they suit they their style 
So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an exciting tournament, like you say, with us. So keep eyes on it. Yeah. So when we talk about Team Australia, Bora, as you said, most of the players are flying to UAE to join their IPL franchises. But there's a bit of, uh, there's few things happening in Australia cricket. There's some troubles uh, brewing. Yeah. Bit unsettled there over here. As in the media, there's a player coach relationship seems to be not in the best place to be. We've seen Cricket Australia come out um, in the media as well. That I mean, not not only Cricket Australia. I mean, um, Justin Langer has come out in the media and said he's got a lot to improve on his coaching as well. How his how his style of coaching. Players have come out and said they are finding it a bit difficult to play uh, in that environment and then you got formal players coming in and say you got to toughen up and play to a style that is required as well so it's interesting and then when you look at the combination they've got Aaron Finch leading the attack uh, or the team he's due for runs he's not had the best big bash tournament um, into it and then the likes of Okay, David Warner, Steve Smith coming Dark, into the level. Yeah, the two, uh, I, I emphasize on Smith and Warner. We haven't seen them in an Australian team in a while, in a T20. Yep. So, so it's going to be interesting how they'll settle in. But Stark, left arm factor being there, he'll <laughs> be, he's always good in white ball cricket. He, I oh. mean, every World Cup he plays, he gets his, he got wickets under his belt. Remember the first ball of the World Cup final? The yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking about Justin Langebora, I think, you know, he played played hard cricket at his time. He's yeah. someone who came out and said, you know, I'll go through a brick wall for Steve Waugh, right? So he yes. used, he's used to playing cricket that way. And this generation of cricketers might not respond to that style of coaching you know maybe yeah. some will but not not all of them will so maybe that's why Justin Langer come out and and said you know I have to change the way I'm coaching so it'll be exactly interesting right. it's so very it's hard to uh, patch up yeah. things once things you know got out of hand so it'll be interesting to see how this goes end of the day a coach is as good as the team and the results that is produced out there yeah. so um, he'll want to reflect, show the, the results. I have a strong feeling if we in the Test Arena, England coming out here, they Australia are a strong team to beat. I mean, England are doing well, but if you take the conditions and take the 11, um, India or England is playing, they've got three right arm fast bowlers who bowl at 80 miles to mm-hmm. so an hour. If it doesn't swing and good flat tracks, Australia is going to enjoy that bowling attack when they come over here. So yeah. I think Australia is slightly ahead in the Ashes, but Justin Langer has a lot to do to make sure that Ashes do stay, like in Australia can be on top. I was looking forward to go for the uh, Boxing Day test this summer, Bora. Don't know whether that's going to happen or not. Get the jab, you might be able to watch the game with that. If not, uh, yeah. sorry, it might be on TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting mine uh, next week. Oh, I good. booked it and yeah. That's the way forward. Vida, I mean, we've talked a lot about T20 cricket. What do you reckon? I mean, uh, we've heard the news coming from England. The test series, which was poised going into the last match, didn't actually kick out. Disappointed fans. A lot of controversies around the series. What happened? 
uh, what's your take on it or what do you reckon uh, so a lot of things happen within like 6 7 hours of time and yeah. it got canceled uh, at the 11th hour for us we all know that match got canceled uh, due to covid fears one of their physios uh, tested positive on wednesday uh, leading up to the preparations uh, of the test the test which was scheduled to start on friday and initial statement from ecb was india has forfeited the win was given to uh, england but later it was removed maybe yes, a dropping know. communication with our one would have said yeah we're calling off it's a tie and everyone said they've come out and announced it's a tie and india's probably said no nah, it's not a tie we want we yeah. are ahead of the series give us the win position <laughs> there the time difference comes into the contention as well because oh, yeah, true. you know the two boards trying to deal with things <laughs> one cricket board is um in england so it's it's a debacle so what happened was head coach sastri and the bowling coach and the, the fielding coach they tested positive earlier in the earlier test in london right yeah and uh, but the players they tested negative but less than 3 hours to go in the first day they they said no no we need another test and uh, they were waiting for the results and uh, they wanted to play play the next day but later uh, later they said no no you know we we, we don't want to do it they just canceled the test but um as we speak ipl franchises they are flying their players down to uae in chartered flights so i don't know i'm starting to wonder was this just covid or because ipl starts in like 7 days after the uh, conclusion of the test match Uh, okay. So maybe yeah. they didn't want to take a risk with COVID coming into an IPL bubble because during the summer in England, Pura, they didn't they didn't really have a, a bubble in their Indian team didn't really have a bubble. Yeah, only a, in the last test they yeah. said try to stay in the rooms, uh, order room service because after this test you're, you're straight away going to UAE for IPL. Yeah, I mean we are seeing crowds out there. And we've seen in the. English Premier League you've seen crowds in the test matches so they would have been relaxed but mm. would have tightened up because you're heading into an IPL environment you've got to keep the numbers or mindful of the risk associated so they would have closed up on the bubble a bit more yeah but I've seen Michael Vaughan strongly saying oh. it's IPL's influence from a player's point of view you're uneasy in the squad one thing is you're not sure yep. is there a player positive or what's the go and then you have to focus on five days of test cricket that's yep. also a hard one so you can imagine from a player point of view but also the massive factor that we talk about the IPL I mean it could be a massive result as well so Yes. Cricket's at the moment driven around the IPL. There's a massive influence on the game. Yeah. But it's a good thing that it's changed the game completely. Mm. Um and uh, you have you heard it in the soccer environment as well, country over club or club over country concept coming mm. up. I think this is the first proper instances in um yes cricket that we are getting that discussion now yeah. with something to show you know well England England can't really come out and say things because they came back from South Africa as well yeah so you know yeah. it it's it's a tough one but um talking about players for uh, 
they only had one physio you and me we both know coming to the end of the season and this is a fifth test and yeah. you you carry a lot of injuries and you know the physio will work on all the players and yeah. so you know it's it's natural you fear that you get um, covid from the physio because doing physiotherapy is not something you can do remote right you have to be <laughs> you have to be uh, yeah <laughs> then and there so and um but the test came negative uh, yeah. the even the second test they came negative but they decided they they're not going to play and they as i said they currently they're traveling to uae to play ipl um but uh, england players david malan uh, johnny besto and chris walks they pulled out citing personal reasons yeah. so i don't know whether they got a call from ecb i don't know so a lot of questions will be thrown around the players okay what what team influence you but for from a cricketing point of view the ipl has to go on you know um, we've got to that's where the teams it's a lot of players meet up it's good entertainment um, they've shifted the ipl to the uae so it shows the factors around that it, it's a tournament that has to go on mm. um, i mean in the past we we didn't have a world t20 world cup in australia but the ipl they rescheduled it and in planning then it's a tournament that's going to happen irrespective of what what's going on yeah uh, it will be what teams go in the best environment i mean we know pep guardiola of cricket mahela sleeping <laughs> the charge in mumbai indians yeah. that camp looks more settled or more confident Yeah. there group few of our sri lankan boys going out to rcb it'll be good if they make the plain 11 uh, i have a feeling vanidu might be in the plain 11 mm. straight yeah. along it can only get better for them they might be able to share their experiences with this young playing group that we have in sri lanka as okay what are the matchups between players what are the strategies of playing through certain phases of the game that i think we are still learning that's that's honest opinion from what we see so as we come to the end of this episode 3 we record this on a, a sunday 12th of september by the time this episode go to air on wednesday we will know who won the t20 series but hopefully it'll be a sri lankan series win then we can talk more about it next week for uh, and i want to mention something I saw on our Facebook page we have a community called Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast community we had Mohan asking us to talk about India and England test series but uh, unfortunately the t- test match got cancelled but um, give us your suggestions and uh, comments on our social media platform so that we can give you better content I think with that that's a wrap up for today. Thank you for joining us with the Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. As Vida said we'd like you to subscribe to this podcast we are on um Apple, Google, Spotify. Um we've launched into YouTube as well. Yes. So please leave your comments. Yes. Same um handle can be found on uh yep. on all the search engines. Yeah and Bora and I are both active on Twitter and give us a follow and and if you have if you have any feedback or suggestions or if you have any questions connect us via Twitter or you can send those to our Facebook community page as well and we'll make sure we add all those comments into our next upcoming episodes and all the details of our 
social platforms will be in our show notes. We really appreciate if you can leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts with generous five stars. That will help other Sri Lankan cricket-loving listeners like you to find this podcast. Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining. See you next week. <laughs>